0: Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Laura. Welcome to another episode of Where Work Meets Life. Today, I'm going to share with you information about your career development, the keys to fulfillment and growth. When it comes to your own career, I think it's really, really important that we understand more about career development trends that are happening around us, as well as how to take charge of your career and the key elements about yourself that you need to know in order to continue growing and progressing in whatever way helps you find meaning and fulfillment. I've been at this for an awfully long time. It was the late 90s when I finished my master's degree and my specialty in my master's of counseling psychology was career development. Why did I choose that? I chose that because not a lot of psychologists specialize in this area. However, a lot of waking time in people's lives is spent on their career working. It's a a big part of people's identities, for better or worse. When you first get to know someone, you ask, what's your name? And what do you do? So what we do is a big part of who we are. And as a psychologist, as I went forward in my career, having that master's degree, I began to help a lot of people figure this out, navigate this, whether it was teens making their first career decision Whether it was people who were laid off and were completely blindsided and now having to figure out the next steps in their lives. Or whether it was people who were just unhappy, unfulfilled, confused, uncertain about what they were doing. Sometimes they were working for a toxic boss or they were working in a culture that just wasn't a fit. And maybe they chose the right career for them but they just needed a change of scenery or a different organization. For other people, it's a full-scale career pivot where they need to change fields altogether and potentially to get more education and skill development to do something different. So I've seen it all. I founded uh, the company in 2009, so we're 14 years in. Canada Career Counseling is one of my organizations that helps thousands of Canadians navigate these transitions. So the knowledge and expertise I bring you is from 20 plus years of doing this type of work and nearly 25 years specializing in career psychology. So without further ado, I want to share with you some of the trends when it comes to career development that we're seeing. One of the biggest differences that has been coming to fruition over the last number of years is that the employment contract or the psychological contract people have with their organizations has been massively shifting. So for those of you who are tuning in on YouTube to the video version of this episode, I'm going to share a table with you on the screen called the psychological contract, a paradigm shift. There's two columns that we're going to talk about. One, is the old contract and the other is the new contract. The old contract is where job security was very important, credentials and degrees would help get you hired, and then you would stay in a company for a long period of time. Uh, It was about entitlement. The longer you had tenure or years of service, the more you would get rewarded and you would often be You know, stuck there based on a pension that you wouldn't want to let go. You would climb the career ladder and that would equal success. So climbing up the rungs of a career ladder um, means that you're doing well in your career and you would rely on the organization to help develop your career. That still applies to some people. There are some people that are in jobs and and careers like this. Nothing wrong with it. However, a lot of people have shifted from this old contract. And it's really occurred because the world of work is shifting There's much more movement, mass layoffs uh, lead to people having less loyalty to an organization. There's much more uh, contract work, gig work, work that isn't full-time employment. And what people are needing to do is to really consider the new contract, which is about how can I... Stay employable through the ups and downs of the economy? How can I continuously learn and develop and add value to any organization that I go to? What's my portfolio of skills that I bring to the table? And what does success mean to me? Because what success means to me might be different than what success means to you. Some people are really driven to climb a ladder and to progress into executive positions, other people Absolutely not. They have other motives when it comes to their career and their life. It's individually defined and it's an individual responsibility to figure out your career growth, how you want to grow, where you want to grow, and where you want to go. So, that is one of the big uh, changes that's going on uh, in the world of work. We're seeing the great resignation, which I like to call the great reevaluation. COVID brought on a lot of people reconsidering, what do I want to do? What do I want to be when I grow up in the next phase of my life? Where do I want to live? And who do I want to be working for and with? And do I want a job that feels meaningless and doesn't give me purpose or do I want to have a job that I feel makes some sort of difference to humanity, a difference in the world, whether that's helping others, helping the environment, whether it's innovating to make our lives easier, whether it's exciting technology development, different strokes for different folks. But it's important to understand this great reevaluation is still happening, and the quiet quitting uh, movement is where people are feeling less attached to work. Uh, They're they're feeling maybe what they're doing is no longer meaningful and they're figuring out a higher purpose. So at Canada Career Counselling, my team does a lot of that type of work in our Toronto office, our Calgary office where I'm based, as well as Halifax and Victoria, as well as a lot of virtual or remote uh, sessions across the country. And I'm just really proud that we're able to help people figure this out, because if you're unhappy. In your career, boy, oh boy, does it transfer into other areas of your life, your relationships, your mental health. I've seen time and time again, people are struggling in a poor career fit or in a toxic organization, and their mental health is hugely affected. I can see my Kleenex box across the room right now where I sit with my own clients. And, and I think about the psychological turmoil that career issues cause human beings. So when people think of career development as not being a psychology practice, I think, wow, it's completely psychological. It's completely impacting our identities, our well-being, and our sense of purpose. So glad that when I was, you know, in my early 20s that I chose this area to focus on in psychology. So taking charge of your career is what I want to talk about next on this episode, which is understanding the elements of who you are. So if you think about it as we all have pieces of a puzzle that make us who we are. And these pieces of a puzzle, I'm going to share with you on the screen again, for the YouTube viewers, it's a diagram and in the middle is self-exploration. So who am I? So who am I when it comes to careers is made up of different aspects of us. And one of those is our skills and strengths. We all have different talents uh, that we bring to the world, and understanding what those are those skills, those strengths, and talents is, is key about yourself. Your personality. We're all cut differently when it comes to our personality traits. What makes us tick? How we come across at work and with other people. Some of us are more creative types. Others of us are very social. Some of us could sell, you know, whatever <laughs> we could possibly have. We could sell it. Other people, you know, cower or are not good salespeople. So that's example of uh, different personalities help us to do different things careers. There's also values, which uh, I'm going to talk about mostly because values are absolutely critical to who we are. And that's the things that represent what's important to us. And values, understanding what those are, and understanding the values of the organization or the supervisor we work for is very, very important because the number one people, reason people leave jobs is because of a values misalignment. The values I have are different from what my company sees as important. So we help clients all the time identify and figure out these values. I'm actually gonna pop up an image right now um, of what are your career values? So career values can be a whole bunch of different things. They can be I value, high salary, and a great compensation package. I'm motivated by money and by earnings. Nothing wrong with that. Identify that, own that if that's you. However, that's not for everyone. Other people would give up a certain amount of earnings in order to have better work-life wellness, flexibility, balance. Those sorts of things are important to them. Health, of course, when our health is suffering, nothing else really matters, Achievement is another value. Some people just are very motivated to achieve. They're high achievers. They like progressing and having challenging goals. Other people are motivated by autonomy in, in their lives, um, being able to be their own boss, manage their own schedule, and if that autonomy is taken from them, like we're seeing in a lot of um, situations where the ability to work remotely a certain number of days is being clawed back, that affects people's uh, value of autonomy. It impacts their autonomy and is a misalignment, and I won't be surprised if a lot of people run away from organizations that are making those rash decisions. Uh, Another value is learning. Some people are lifelong learners that thrive when they're learning. And if they're in an organization that doesn't offer them avenues to grow, they will leave and find it elsewhere. So those are examples of a few of the values on this list. I would say there's dozens and dozens of values, and we can give them different words and terms, but they're very much your values to decide, your values to to design and understand so that you can understand yourself and what opportunities in your career fit with those values. So again, values, an important part of the puzzle of who you are. And then there's things like your, uh, messages and beliefs that you've heard in your life about careers. We all come from being raised in a certain way about what career means to us. And it's important to identify that and to understand what have I been raised with when it comes to career and what might I want for my own career as an adult? And how do I want to make sure that I can find the sense of meaning, purpose and fulfillment at this stage of my career? So yeah, lots to consider here. There's reality factors. Uh, The more ingrained we get with responsibilities, family, debt, um, you know, children where we're, you know, caught in in a certain city and we're not able to be as mobile. Those are all reality. We all have our reality to consider as you're figuring out career pivots. The good news is there's lots of options and the the remote work that has exploded through the pandemic uh, leads to a lot more options than ever before to work for employers from other locations and to live in other locations and and do what you really want to be doing. And I am just so honored to be able to speak with you today about career growth, taking charge of your own career. I, I think that if you're You know, feeling that whatever you're doing isn't a fit, you're unhappy, unfulfilled, but you have thoughts churning in your head about, well, I don't know what to do next. It's going to be too hard to make as much money as I am right now. Or I'm stuck here because the pension would be too much to, to walk away from. But I'm really miserable, and I can't imagine another five years before I retire here. Those are all concerns that uh, are worth addressing, because you don't want to have your mental and emotional well-being impacted by being in a poor career fit. I just want to do a shout out to my amazing team at Canada Career Counseling. When people ask what I do, I I say, well, we have a team that helps people figure out what they want to be when they grow up at all ages and stages. Our average age is 33 because a lot of people don't truly figure this out until then, until they're in a career that they don't like for a while. And then they reach a point where they need to figure it out. They need to find something that gives them more joy, fulfillment, meaning, purpose. Sometimes it's a health scare that leads to this. Sometimes it is a layoff. Sometimes it's just... uh, a crisis of, of consciousness where you're you're not fulfilled and it's impacting you as a human being. So careers very, very important. we all have strengths and talents. We need to understand our values as those are what guide us and help us to find uh, our ideal fit of what sh- we should be doing in this world. So I hope that this information, is useful today for you. You can visit my career development practice at www.CanadaCareerCounseling.com and you can find out more about what we do, how we help, how registered psychologists uh, work on a lot of insurance and health benefits plans in the country of Canada. And for my friends in the US, there's lots of resources for career counseling in the US and around the world. You just have to start looking for them. So try to Google career psychology, Career counseling, those sorts of topics to really find who might be offering these sorts of services if you're feeling stuck and you need that extra source of support. I hope that you stay well, take care, and keep in touch. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Where Work Meets Life. If you found this content valuable, please rate and review the episode and share with others who may benefit. Visit me on my website at drlaura.live and sign up for my monthly e-newsletter full of tips and resources. I'm also a passionate keynote speaker and would be delighted to speak with you on your speaking needs. Stay well.